Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's the stuff that movies have been made of, the first thing a man does when he's released from prison. And while we don't know how long 31-year-old Marcus Goodman was in jail, we do know the script he wrote after being released means his movie will be a short. Police in Spokane say the man was released from the Spokane County Jail just after 10 p.m. Saturday and apparently had not arranged for transportation because he took to walking when let go, but made it only about a mile and a half and 20 minutes before he carjacked a 16-year-old girl claiming he had a gun and taking her car. She was fine. Goodman in the stolen car found about an hour or so later. He's now back in the same jail facing additional charges. That would be shocking when you were 16 years. That'd be shocking, Cliff, if you were 70 yeah. years old. Somebody hijacked yeah, I mean, your car. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> well, let's kick it off this morning, Cliff, with a morning road show, Thought of the Day. Thought of the Day. Okay. It is better to have loved a short girl than to never have loved a tall that's how we kick off, Cliff. <laughs> really? That's all the better we can do to that's, start this program That's on it. That's all we got on a Friday. We've run out wow. of bullets this morning, Cliff. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another winter weather edition of this program. <laughs> Today, I'm wondering, Cliff, do we really need to use deodorant when it's four degrees in the morning? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you do. Would you say well, you do, a, Cliff? There's only one way to find out. <laughs> I haven't used it this week, and I think I smell pretty good this morning. <laughs> I really didn't need to know that. I thing. wish you were here, Cliff, to no, I'd be, be able to, to be you know, verify my findings on cold weather. I don't weather. want to be there for that. All right. Cliff, i got to ask you this morning. You, you don't happen what? to have a story about um, an outhouse and a bear, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, should I go look for one? <laughs> you should, yes. Yes, you okay. should. Yeah, it's a... Yeah, it'll make you nervous the next time you... <laughs> if you can find it, Cliff, that would be a great one for 8 o'clock. Bear in an outhouse. Who would have thought that yeah. would have come up on Friday? <laughs> We'd if I told you that a woman found a snake in her home and feared for her life, calling police for help, the first place you might think of would, of course, be Australia. Because that's the place where more living things than not can and will try to kill you. But this incident actually comes from the town of Milotovic in the Czech Republic police there got a call late last week from a frantic woman who claimed to have found a snake in her toilet. The unidentified woman told authorities she walked into the bathroom and saw a snake coiled up in the water in the toilet bowl and quickly slammed the lid down and then placed a couple of heavy things on top of that to keep the serpent at bay. That's a situation, of course, you might not expect police in that part of the world to not have a lot of experience dealing with, but they had some equipment at the ready and loaded up and headed down to her apartment to protect and to serve, if you will. And soon enough, we're standing over a toilet in a darkened room, drawing straws to see who was going to open the lid. Eventually, one cop did. And when there was no snake attack, they turned the light on and saw that perhaps there had been some misidentification in the woman's moment of panic. Excuse me, ma'am. That's not a snake. That's poop. One quick push of the flush handle and the snake problem was eliminated. A couple of things here, Cliff, if I can remember them. Yes. Number one, why would you open the uh, lid if you were the police with the lights off? I'm going to have the lights on and spotlights <laughs> I that on. As well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you you kind of yeah. want to see where he's going if he's in there. And yeah. number two, Cliff, what kind of an 
pieces of equipment do you take with you to pull a snake out of a toilet? I don't know what apparatus you would have. That's like apparatus. Yes. Well, that's a fancy word. Well, you know, it's well, Friday. I mean, do you, do you like, is it like a snake handling tongs that, you know, the big long things, a hook? Do you need like a, like a bag to put the snake in or you want to put him in some kind of a cage or a box? You know, you got to figure out what it is. How big is the snake? How, you know, you just don't know. So, you know, all that stuff. I'm not bagging a snake. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's <laughs> never going to happen. I read this morning, Cliff, that uh, two-thirds of Americans polled in this survey of adults yeah. believe in the devil, and more than a third of those believe they've actually been tempted by the devil at some point <laughs> or other in their life. Okay. And I think that's to be—I think that's true, Cliff. I think that—I uh, know for me, everybody yeah. you know has their own little devil, I guess. For me, my yeah. personal devil— is Ronald McDonald. I can't keep away from the guy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, Ronald McDonald is not the devil. Okay? I, well, he is for me, Cliff, because he keeps tempting me all the time. No, 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 it's not. It's not the restaurant. It's just the French fries. Oh, <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, yeah. that's probably not the advertising campaign they want to go with. No, I, I would say no. <laughs> Come visit the, the no. devil. <laughs> He's dressed as a clown. But. Yeah. No. Wait, what are you doing? I got something in my eye. Right when that song was ending. <laughs> you got something in your eye? I've got a piece of eraser in my eye. A piece of eraser? Yes. You know, like a, How a, could that possibly have happened? I was erasing here, and somehow I got a little piece of the eraser fuzz <laughs> in my probably, mouth. Probably got a little too vigorous on the erasing action there. You just need to scale it back a little I, bit. I did get vigorous with it because I'd wrote a whole sentence, and I was trying to erase it with a pencil. And yeah. Somehow it got in my mouth, and I went to get it out, and it shot in my eyeball. It's like a yeah. trick shot at the fair cliff, and now I've got a razor <laughs> stuff in my eye. Oh, I can't. It's Cliff, I'm going to have to play a song here. My eye's running like crazy here. <laughs> Is this a workman's comp claim I've got? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Astronomers yeah. have now observed the most distant object ever. Pretty really? impressive, yes. Yeah, wow. And that is our chances of acquiring more than 11 listeners, Cliff. That is the most distant <laughs> object <laughs> there is. And then following the 8 o'clock news, as you requested, an outhouse and a bear. And more on the news at 8 o'clock. I'm going to tell you this right now, Cliff, without giving away yep. too much of this story. Yeah. I always thought they went into hibernation about this time. Well, you know, that's a, a common misconception. They, they reduce their activities, but they do not hibernate. So... Climbing into a hole in the ground, yep. you're not going to run into a bear in there falling asleep. Is that what you're saying? You could, yeah. <laughs> if if you, uh, uh, yeah, there's a, a, a possibility that a bear is going to find a hole in the ground, crawl in there and take a nap, but not like hibernate for six months. They don't do that, really. No, they, they don't. I mean, they, they spend a lot more time sleeping to conserve energy, but they don't like stay in one spot for six months well i feel stupid now i always thought all my life that they went in there for months i mean some some there are animals that do that but that's a common misconception for bears so if i went to gatlinburg i have yeah. the possibility of still seeing a black bear in the winter time yes well i'm baffled right now that bears don't hibernate cliff i'm a little sad <laughs> we'd if you spend any time watching the discovery channel you'll know that life is different in alaska and that's why you'll find people who will actually go camping there in early February 
have no qualms about the weather. There might be other things, though, that they're not all that fond of. Like, say, Shannon Stevens, who spent last weekend on a backcountry trip with her brother and his girlfriend near Chilcat Lake, which is on a spit of land not far from the Pacific Ocean and close to Canada. The Anchorage Daily News reports Stevens Saturday night went out to use the outhouse in the dead of winter when she got the shock of her life and not from sitting on a freezing seat. It was something, though, that made her, too, slam the toilet seat in fear, like we talked about following the 7 o'clock news. Turns out there was a bear sleeping down there, and he bit her in the butt. She later told a TV station she was used to taking bear precautions in warm weather but didn't think them necessary in winter. But wildlife officials say bears technically don't hibernate in the winter. It's, uh, well, they just reduce their activities. So it's a good idea to use caution and carry bear spray year-round. If I have to carry bear spray to the outhouse, Cliff, I'm not going on that trip. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> Mark that down as another reason why as I an... don't like camping out. Are there bears in Indiana? Uh, I think so, yeah. Seriously? I think... I could yeah, have I a bear in, wander through my yard someday. In, well, not in, not probably not in Gibson County, but like in the Hoosier National Forest, I would say we probably could see some bears in that area. You think there are really? Oh yeah, over in and over in towards the eastern southeast corner of the state. Sure. NASA has um, landed the Perseverance rover successfully with a touchdown on Mars yesterday. Yeah, I watched some of that uh, video as it was happening on uh, on YouTube. It was pretty cool. Was it exciting? Well, I mean, if you're a space geek, it was absolutely exciting. <laughs> well, I'm hoping, Cliff, that yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs offense were watching yeah. that too so they could see what a touchdown actually looks <laughs> like. And <laughs> yeah. On a serious note, I think when the Radio Hall of Fame comes calling for me at some point in time. Oh, you think they yes, will? Huh? I think they will, yes. When the Radio Hall of Fame comes calling, yeah. Cliff, I... Okay. I think that uh, I've decided now that I'm going to go all Dolly parting on them. As you recall, all last Dolly. yes, okay. last month yep. a Tennessee state representative introduced a bill in Nashville yep. to put a statue of Dolly Parton on the Capitol grounds. What a great idea, and he had a lot of momentum for it. And yesterday Dolly came out and said, I'm honored that uh, you would want to do that to me and for me. But she's asked the legislature to remove that bill from all consideration. Yep. She says with all of the stuff going on in the world, she says putting her on a pedestal doesn't seem appropriate at this time. <laughs> now, how many people would do that, Cliff? An honor like that, most well, people would be I like, mean, oh, yes, I'm going to do that. There's, there's certainly no resident of the state of Tennessee more worthy of, while they're still alive, having a statue erected in their honor at the state house than Dolly Parton. She says, but, well, she said, Cliff, that uh, several years from now, or perhaps if I'm, you know, yes. sometime gone, and you yep. feel I still deserve this honor, then I will stand right. proudly there on the Capitol grounds. That's impressive. But, but at this point, today, the effort to put a statue of Dolly Parton in the state house in Tennessee, mm -hmm. you could say, is a bust. Oh, <laughs> you never give her a break, do you, Cliff? You never give Dolly a break. She's never given us a break. <laughs> Cliff, yeah. I looked this up just a few minutes ago when I was talking about the Radio Hall of Fame. Yeah. It seems unbelievable to me, and I didn't yeah. know it until today, and he would never tell you. 
But Max yeah. Armstrong is not in the Radio Hall of Fame. Really? His longtime partner, Orion Samuelson. Well, yeah, he's, he's a legend. He's in there, <laughs> but Max is yeah. not in there. I couldn't really? hardly believe that. I thought that was a known, and I just found out a few minutes ago yeah. that Max has a TV show. Did you know that? Yes, I knew that, yes. I did not know that. Of course, it's early yep. in the morning, and I get up early anyway, and I'm not going to yeah. get up that early on a Sunday. <laughs> I, I should DVR that once in a while. And you, Yeah, you should. I mean, absolutely. I Here's another thing you probably did. There's a... He posted a picture on his Twitter uh, feed last week or the week before of uh, himself and Orion Samuelson all dressed in tuxedos like it was some sort of formal event, and they were standing next to Paul Harvey. <laughs> you think with our pull in this industry, Cliff, we could get Max in the Hall of Fame? Our pull? Yes. What kind of pull do we have? Well, well, we have know, no pull. <laughs> with all the with all the pull we got, you know, we could make it like a campaign to get Max in there. He should be in there. <laughs> okay. Us? Yes. <laughs> Max Armstrong should be in the Radio Hall of Fame. There's no well, doubt yeah. about it. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just disagreeing with the fact that we have any pull. <laughs> Do you think they get like a trophy or something to be in the Hall of Fame? I mean, eventually, Cliff, I'm going to find out, but I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, sure you are. You know, right I'm now. I'm Do sure there's some kind of a trophy or a plaque, and it's probably not plastic either. <clears throat> you think Orion teases Max with it from time I'm to sure time? Look what I got here. He probably, Look what he I got. Holds, he, probably, he probably holds up. Yeah, it's probably what he does. Yeah, I know I would. Should have said this earlier, Cliff. Um, What's that? Let's um, you and I and all of our wonderful eleven listeners. Yeah, let's keep the uh, we're helping Max Armstrong get into the Radio Hall of Fame, kind of on the down low. You know, a little. Maybe, maybe he'll <laughs> you know, Max is a kind of guy that doesn't like that. I don't want to well, embarrass him. And I was going like to say, you know, um, first off. It's hard to conduct a public relations campaign and keep it on the down low. <laughs> I mean, that's in a sense what we're doing. I know, I know. And But I understand what you're saying because if you've ever met Max, he is the nicest man on the planet. He's extraordinarily humble, and he would really not, you know, be all that interested in. I don't even, maybe he's not even really interested in being in the hall. I mean, that's what he would say anyway, although... There is one other thing. What's that? <laughs> Maybe he's he he wouldn't want us to do this because he's actually afraid we'll hurt his chances. Oh, it could be yes. <laughs> <laughs> he might he might call us and demand we shut up about it. Just but stop! Just I, stop! You're hurting it. Stop! Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll just keep it on the down low for right now, okay. and we won't okay. tell Max, and we'll keep it our. Yeah. It'll be like the morning road show little thing. Everybody listening now yeah. will know about it. But uh -huh. we won't speak of it ever. It's kind of like joining the mafia. You know, you're in, but you can't get out of it once you're here. Today, um, I'll be doing my ticket to a bank on the wild turkey. Not the alcohol, the actual turkey. Okay? Thank you. <laughs> there are mainly three different names for the three different ones. There are hens, the females. Tom's, the full-grown um, male turkey. The Jake is basically the teenager turkey. And the pole is just a baby turkey. Hens make three or four main sounds. A cluck, a yelp, a um, cluck, and a purr. Um, toms can make these noises, but they, usually all you hear from a tom is a gobble. 
Um, and that's what most people consider a turkey noise, but they can actually make many more noises than just the gobble. The beard on a turkey is actually just feathers. Jefferson originally wanted the wild turkey to be our national bird. And I'm trying to think, if that was our national bird, um, what, what would we have for Thanksgiving? Bald eagle? This has been Take to the Bank with Austin. <laughs> well, Austin, thank you for that great job on the wild turkey. That was a fact-filled take it to the bank. It was, and he wanted it just me seemed to go on and on and on. Yeah. Well, he wanted me to let everyone know that he actually did all of the uh, sounds in that himself, without we any did. apparatus. <laughs> yes, he, he's doing all the turkey sounds himself. My my my! Look at the time, Cliff. Look at the time already. What? What is it? It is going upon egg McMuffin o'clock for me here on the morning <laughs> <Road> show. <laughs> Cliff, was there anything said today? Phrases of a day, starboard number three. When the Radio Hall of Fame comes calling for me. <laughs> I'll be proud whenever it happens, Cliff. Yeah. I'm a little honored. Hell will have frozen over. <laughs> I'm just going to say. So you say my odds are like 50 50. Infinitesimal. Okay. Small. Oh, okay. Hell. <laughs> number two. That's not a snake. That's poop. <laughs> Always going to be number two. Always. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today, if I have to take bear spray to the outhouse, I'm not going. Which now begs the question, Weed, what are you going to do? Hold it? <laughs> Forever. Yes. Forever. <laughs> Cliff? What? You know what I was thinking here before we uh -oh, get out of here? What? What? We can put all kinds of rockets and rovers and all of that stuff on Mars, yeah. right? Yes, we can. And we can't get Max Armstrong into the Radio <laughs> Hall of Fame. That doesn't seem right, does it? I, I would agree, yeah. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.